Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 Eastern. My name is Chana. With me, as always, we've got Mr. Joe Intel and Mr. Aaron. What's up? What up? What up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Folks. Oh, there you go. What's up, After Show crew? What's up to Wifey? Yep. Josh. Yeah, I see. You see these guys. Bodie, Croson, 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 Croson. Is that thing you put in? Yeah, I see the rest of you guys in here too. Uh, Yeah, Larry, what's going on, Larry? Josh, welcome everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. Yeah, always uh, exciting. Yeah. Van, what's up, buddy? He was so excited. His uh, comment got uh, a video. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, Mondays come fast. They do. I know. Another week, dude. We're already into March. Oh, we have leap year. Oh, yeah. That's right. This week. Right. We've got a, uh, we got a sale on the toolkit using the code LEAP15. Uh, ends on the 29th on leap year. The sale comes mm-hmm. once every four years. That's uh, that's pretty good. You just made that up. You're like, hey, make something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot the what was it? The what what president's day? I forgot that. I like it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was president's day. Yeah, last week, last, last Monday. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh, what about leap year? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like the 29th. Wait, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, ask Matt. Just received my special toolkit in, in the mail. Came with a nice handwritten note. Nice touch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I I wrote down a list of topics like I usually do. Uh-oh, you guys no have way. anything you guys want to talk about? Mm, I don't think okay. so. Couple of rando things. Okay. All right. So rando. Let's add that to the list. Rando things. Uh, I listen to a lot of uh, uh, Dolby Atmos content on title and they mm-hmm. have a whole lot um so we can talk about that okay uh, the new season of halo is out that was, that was a good one. okay yeah all right so i would like to talk about uh i've been testing out open sound meter which is a dual fft type of deal kind of like smart and rita i don't know i don't know which other ones there are there's a lot for car audio i think uh the jl audio stuff but I've been messing around with that, so I'd like to talk about that. Talk about phase alignment, you know, phase alignment in the higher frequencies and in bass. Uh, been doing some car audio tuning. So that's all kind of related, you know, the dual FFT stuff in car audio. Uh, also translatable to the stuff that we do with home audio, home theater. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll talk about streaming immersive audio. Oh, yeah. Streaming oh, um, article that they came out with the new CD type disc that will hold like a bajillion movies or something. Okay. Right. Uh, and then I have the Cali Audio LPUNF that I've just started testing out. So maybe touch on that. I have the Weem app, Aaron. What's up? I haven't, I haven't connected it, but I've taken the box out. Uh, cool, I like cool it. Thing. And then, uh, I started reviewing this Arc Studio that we weren't able to talk about before, Chana. Yes. But um, yeah, I got to test that for a whole night. And uh, yeah, maybe some updates about Magic Beans. That's it. 
Beans, beans is a magical toot. The more you eat, the more you fruit. Yeah. There I you think go. you said that wrong. <laughs> I, I, I did said it wrong on the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you get started with some of those rando things like the, the, the disc and your... your okay, so let's see uh, here, I'll put the article up. New DVD-like disc. What does this say? Can you see it? You guys can see. Mark uh, Wahlberg. Holds more movies than you can see in a lifetime. What is going on? Somebody say Mark Wahlberg? I don't know. Yeah. Current DVDs only hold 4.5 gigabytes. Researchers from China have developed a new type of disc that can hold up to a petabyte of data, the equivalent of more wow. than 20 to, uh, 220,000 regular DVDs, according to a new paper in the journal Nature. Da, 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 physical media. They're going to call it the Super DVDs. Oh, no, that's just a... Yeah, look, you can binge watch every episode of Gossip Girl. Uh, da, 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 da. I wonder what it's going to be encoded as. And how can I burn to it? That's, that's really what I want. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to take them to write to it. Whoever's making these discs has achieved this feat by a petabyte of by containing 100 layers rather than one or two. Wow. <clears throat> that's crazy. All right. Yeah. I would, you'll need some sort of different player to, to read it right <laughs> yeah another player yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that's that's crazy yeah, remember, yeah. remember remember when we were able to like start burning stuff to a disc oh, back yeah. in the day? oh yeah and then and then being able to put so many mp3s on there mm -hmm. how many yeah. mp3s you could throw on a disc you're like dang it's like the greatest back thing mp3s were garbage i mean oh they they, they probably they they were garbage, but it's just like I can put this many songs in here. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, all legal, of course, right? I never, yes, 100%. I never, never would download anything I didn't own. No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, why the hell does anyone need a petabyte disc? <laughs> it sounds like a different bad word, Peta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So what else? You said you're listening to a bunch of stuff on title. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm going to a uh, another one of these Atmos mixing seminar dealies over uh, this coming weekend. All 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 the heavy hitters are going to be there for spatial audio mixing, and yeah, apparently yeah. there's going to be um, a little happy hour where we get to hang around and listen to each other's ADMs, do some super nerds. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bring my shit and be like, hey. You guys uh, want to hear something trippy, or you guys want to do this this little? You guys want to do this little dance? Oh, <laughs> I, hey, what if you hear some others that are awesome too? You're I, assuming I, I'd be like, I, if I hear something awesome, I'm gonna come back on Monday and be like, yo, you guys gotta check this shit out because yeah, awesome. you know, I I I'm totally fine with that. I'm sure you're hoping to go and like be amazed. Maybe you'll learn some new techniques. I, who knows? Who knows? I learned something uh, the last time I went. So yeah. August, so uh, yeah, I can't uh, can't wait to check out something new and see what uh, what little little tweaks I can make to make things better. And speaking of which, you guys in the chat here, how many people do we have in the chat here? Fifty one. Let's uh, smash that like button, everybody. Oh yeah, let's do that. Uh, <clears throat> since I've been uh, mixing a lot of Atmos, and uh, when I started back in 2020, 2021, uh, I went back. I, I found a project. I found a project. The um, 
the one I did, what is it, the Rufus Dussault song, On My Knees. I found mm -hmm. a project because I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, the whole breakdown section, all these levels could be raised. So, mm -hmm. excuse me. So I went in and I redid it and I banged it out and it's awesome. Holy crap. It is awesome. You guys are going to love it. Um, I'm going to find the bit.ly link and then drop yeah. it. In. Drop it. Well, in. Yeah. People seem to be liking the mix that you did of that Dua Lipa song. I yeah. keep seeing the, the thumbnail everywhere. Like everywhere I look, I see her licking the mirror and it looks kind of weird. You know what I mean? Dude, it's a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, a palindrome. Because it's the same forward as it is backward. Yeah. Race car. Essentially. Yes. The, um, race car. That's right. The uh, tw I posted on Twitter and it's like, is this considered a sensitive post? Because <laughs> I guess the two girls, <laughs> you know, it thinks it's two sure. girls or something touching dogs oh. i i don't know and then brandon uh be the installer he's like i get this gets a like just for the clickbaity thumbnail i'm like dude that's her album cover what are you <laughs> like, I, didn't, I didn't do anything that's the album cover for the song what are you, yeah. you should have drawn a line in between you know what i mean <laughs> a big black line yeah. um so yeah that was actually you know like if you've seen my uh instagram story <laughs> You know, when, I, when I'm thinking about how to move sounds around in the 3D space, like I just, you know, visualize it first. How and does it look, Aaron? Have you, do you have a, do you, do you remember how it looked when he was uh, visualizing his, where to place stuff in Atmos? Do I remember how it looked? Yeah, he put it in the chat. You commented. Yeah. He said sexy. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just rain down on me, baby. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> never mind. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So, so when I listened to that Dua Lipa track, I was like, I was like, oh, actually, I could do something with this, uh. and, and that's what happened. Like, you know, they had she had like the percussion going through pretty much the whole song. You know, it's a pretty, it's a halfway decent song. So, <laughs> not, it's not always good. That's not my bag, you know. It's not like electronic, you know. With with electronic music, there's just so many more options, you know. Um, and now I'm I'm putting in the um, Dolby Atmos render view along with it, so they can see. And then the in the uh, the on my knees one, um, there's like three, like when the um, breakdown and build is coming, there's like three things going out of the middle because they have all kinds of different effects happening. Dan asks, can you at most mix on any song? No, no, just songs I can access like the stems for, you know. So yeah. it's only like, you know, whatever I can find on the internet, you know, yeah. so, which is also why I'm hoping, you know, this weekend to make some connections with some people that are just like, yo, you got, you guys got some, uh, ind no, any independent artists doing some EDM that wants some trippy ass at most mixes, send them my way. Yeah. yeah. Or you guys want to, or or you're actually having a client that wants it to be full on crazy, you know? Hit me up. I'll do well, some I think uh, I think uh, you know, electronic music is more conducive to Atmos mixing, just because you don't know where those sounds are really supposed to come from. Right. You, know, you can put them pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. Your bleeps and bloops. Bleep, bloop, bloop, bloop. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can be a little more creative when it's like, let's say a jazz thing. It's like, you can't, you're not going to move this guy around and like make him yeah, sound like he's doing flying around my ears. <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird. You're going to measure that? <sighs> keep stirring the pot, man. <laughs> um, can't measure it. Can't be heard. But that's why you measure with your ears, right? You can be heard. Angela knows trolls are off. Good gosh. Oh, hey, what's up? What's up, Ike? How are you doing? Ike, Ike, baby. What's up? What's up? Go with the techno trolls reference. So I've been messing around with this software, Open Sound Meter. You have you messed with your ears, huh? Yeah, with my ears. My microphone ears. Uh, so have you messed with this open sound meter? Um, like a little bit. That's just the Mac one, right? Or no, hold on. That's fuzz measure. Uh, yeah, they, I don't know they, if I have. So they have a free version that works on PC, Mac. I think that may, maybe, maybe Linux too. Hmm. I'm not sure, That's cool. but, um, it's pretty cool. Let me just kind of show you what the screen looks like. Um, looks like this. And so you can set, you know, three different things here, spectrum, magnitude, phase, impulse, step, coherence. Mm. Right? I'm not going to go into what every one of these things does. Why is it moving? What's that? Is this a video? What's that? Oh, it's is measuring it right now. This is right now. What is, oh. what, let's see what it's uh, using. Look at your voice. It's 125 to about, I don't know. Mike, let's see if I can use my uh, Rodecaster Pro Stereo. You see how smooth that was? doing the wave. You see how smooth that was? That was crazy, right? So yeah, this is a what they call dual FFT. And correct me if I'm 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 still learning this stuff. Um, where it uses the microphone, what the microphone captures, and then it uses a reference signal. So if you generate a tone from here, so I can go here and generate pink noise, white noise, sign. Uh, like a, a sign tone, sign sweep, M noise. What I don't know why they call it music noise. Maybe it's a different thing because uh, M noise requires 96K mm. uh, burst. Okay, anyway, so you generate the tone here and then it compares what is coming in from the mic to the generated tone that it's getting. And it's mm -hmm. the cool thing about this is that you can go here to impulse, which I can't do right now, I guess. Let's see, normalize. That's from a previous previous thing that I was doing. So you can see the live phase, tra phase trace, right? So let's see a previous one. So I can see live phase, um, live impulse response, which, you know, you can get the phase and the impulse response from REW, but you can't see it in real time, right? And that, the craziest thing is when you can see it happen in real time and listen with your ears, right? And actually hear what is happening. So when stuff is out of phase, what does that sound like? You know, when it's perfectly time aligned, what do what do uh, bursts sound like? Like a impulse. Mm -hmm. You can play that and like, does it sound like tick 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 tick? And then when you align them, it's like one, right? So it's kind of cool to be able to see and hear th things at the same time. So, like we always say, you know, the measurements do correlate with what you hear. Right, they're not. It's not one thing and another thing. It's just uh, audio is is 
intangible. You can't really, you can't see it. So it helps to see these graphs to be able to visualize what is actually happening. See, you like to visualize too. Yours just doesn't look like this. Yeah. <laughs> I bet if I plotted out the, the location that correspond to where your fingers are. Yeah. 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 That's uh, literally, that's all. That's it. That was just me. I was just like, man, I must look, look stupid. Let me videotape this. <laughs> uh, being creative is a different thing, right? When you're being creative, you're, you're the one who's creating. You're, there's no reference, right? Um, so yeah, dual FFT, live impulse, and live phase trace, which is really cool. You know, phase is something that's kind of hard to, for me to understand. Mm. You know, it's one of those concepts. It's just not, it's not that easy to grasp. But to actually see, you know, when uh, base aligns, right? When you when you align the base, what does it sound like? When you align the high frequencies, what does that sound like? Phase wise, right? I'm talking about phase. And I was talking to uh, uh, Jacob, Aaron. You know Jacob from JL. Oh, um, yeah. Is that the dude I emailed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. J. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about. Was it him or was it somebody else? I talked to a lot of people. I think it was him, but. Um, Mm, that might have been somebody else, actually. Yeah, I, I know you're talking about. But I, uh, I talked to him with the, about the Max when I was trying to use that for some. Amplifier. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have been talking to somebody else actually about this phase thing that I'm about to talk about. Maybe but, Nick. No, this is not somebody from JL. Oh, okay. It was somebody else. I talked to a ton of people when I'm learning something. I try to talk to a bunch of people who are smarter than me and know more and have more experience, and you know they'll let me know if I'm doing something real, real dumb. But um, the question was like, what happens when you align the phase in the higher frequencies? Right? We already know like base, you're supposed to align, phase align the base so that, you know, you're not getting cancellation. But can you hear, can you hear the uh, phase alignment in the high frequencies? What's it, what's been your experience, Aaron? It just depends. Like if you're messing with tones and pink noise and, and you're adjusting it on the fly, then you can hear it, but it can also do this thing where it can just walk itself out of phase and then just, it basically just keeps coming right back around. Like within a millisecond, depending on what frequency you're at, you can have yeah. three different points, you know, where it's in phase, a little bit out of phase, completely out of phase. And then in phase, a little bit, completely out of phase. In phase, yeah. you know, you just walk it yeah. in that circle. Um, and the, the so tricky just, thing yeah, is, it just kind of depends. It's like, you can just move a little bit and like, okay, now, now that's incorrect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is be like, uh, or uh, be tired uh, and just. Yeah. Yeah. But so here's what I noticed though. Cause uh, I have a, <laughs> he's still, he's, he's asleep. He's asleep. <laughs> I'm committed to my art. All right. Sorry. So, so uh, on my computer here, I have it set up. So I've made my own room correction type of thing. My own calibration where I set the delays. I set the phase. I do everything. I'm not relying on like any particular room correction to do it. I'm, I have to manually do everything. Mm. Right. Chana's seen it. It looks crazy, right? Yeah. No, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's just a bunch of nodes and nodes. Yeah. Nodes. Yeah. yeah. Connecting to each other. Right. Not related to the noid from Domino's fame. Noid. Yeah. I can, I can show you. It looks like this. This is my room correction right now here in the studio with 7.1.4. It looks like, looks like that. Like that's that's my room correction. 
<laughs> Look at that. Holy cow. It's like spaghetti. It's you know, so you go, I have my crossovers. <clears throat> I have the delays for all speakers that need to be applied. So it's they're all delayed to account for the LFE, the sub, yeah. which is the slowest. And then I have individual delays for each speaker. And then I have um, just a phase rotation for each speaker also. Mm-hmm. And then I could add, I could add like a, I could band bandwidth limit this so I can rotate the phase in a certain area only. Oh yeah. Cool. So uh, yeah, that's how that looks. So anyway, um, I was able to play with aligning time aligning. All right. So time alignment and phase alignment is different, right? You can time align something and, it can be phase aligned at a certain point and then go out of phase, mm-hmm. not be in phase at a different point. Mm-hmm. And so the question to me was, what happens in the higher frequencies if they're not phase aligned? Does it matter? And I mean, when people talk about phase for speakers, they're talking about like the phase alignment on the speaker itself. I don't know that that's as noticeable as... I'm listening to two speakers that are right in front of me. I can I can reach out and touch them. Mm-hmm. And then I can rotate the phase in the higher frequencies and make them kind of in phase and out of phase. And what it seems to do, you know, perceptually, is it moves the the imaging like forward and back sometimes. Like out of like sometimes it can move it left and right a little bit. They'll move it left and right. But remember, I'm not changing the 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 timing. So changing the timing offset will move it from one speaker to the other. Right. If you change the the delay so that uh, the speaker on the left has a signal first, and then there's a delay on the second, it moves your perception to like the sounds coming from the left. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as you get them, you know, directly uh, in the center, you get the time alignment perfect. That the object is in the center, but then the phase rotation is not timing offset. It's it's changing the phase relationship between the two speakers, and what it sounds like it's doing is it's it's like moving the image in and out, like forward and backwards. Have you noticed that in, yeah. in car audio tuning? It's it's kind of a cool thing. Like when it's when you have them phase aligned, that thing like comes like it sounds like it's like right, like you could like yeah. I could reach out and touch it. Yeah, locked in. Yeah, it's locked in. So that's something that's real cool. And I think my experiment was to try to see what Dirac is doing, and I think it does a really good job of phase aligning in those higher frequencies. Yeah. And that's something that the others don't do. So um, that's that. That's that's part of my notes here. But then, of course, base alignment we've talked about. And I think most people know that you should align your main speakers to your sub. And it's almost like that, that base area, it's less important that they're time aligned, more important that they're phase aligned. Hmm. Right, like whether the the bass hits at the exact same time as like the other frequencies. Of course, yeah, you want to try to get that close as close as possible, right? But if it means that they're out of phase and canceling each other, that means that you don't hear the bass. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would rather hear some bass, you know, with it like like a a millis like like a point zero something milliseconds off, but the phase is aligned. I'd rather have that. Yeah, you're not going to notice that with the subwoofer because the wavelengths are way too long for that to matter. So. That leads to the question. I'm I'm oh. using this uh, open oh, sound meter to, <laughs> on everything I can. I'm using it on everything. What can I what can what can I try this on, right? Uh, I'm trying on all these things. And I actually downloaded the. They have an iPad app that you have to pay for. It's like around seventy bucks. But I'm like, that's worth it, you know. Yeah. 
to me, I, oh, Chana, I spent money. I spent money. Surprise, surprise. Oh. Yeah, 70, 70 bucks, but it's on the iPad, and I just thought it was cool that I could take this iPad, plug in inexpensive mic, have some RCA outs, and it has its own internal loopback. Yeah. And so I could actually feed that into my car audio system and then start to see like the phase alignment between my various speakers. Now, in car audio, they, they talk about upfront bass. Like, you know, you may have your sub in the back, mm-hmm. right? And you have all these speakers, you have this weird cabin, and you want the bass to sound like it's coming from the front, which is what I've noticed when I ran Dirac on the HTP1. Like, I have, I do have subs all around. I have one in this corner, one in that one, and one right behind the seat. But it just sounds like the bass is all coming from like, boom, from the front. What causes that? What makes the bass come from the front? That's for you, Aaron. You're the car audio guy. Oh. Um, really, it's just being in phase and in time, I guess, but not really so much in time. It's just about making sure that all your drivers are phase aligned as best as possible. But the problem really with subwoofers, like with car audio, is that um, it's very, it's not, e- well, yeah, I guess it's easy to be phase aligned at, you know, maybe 70 to 80 hertz. For example, like, let's say you you tune your system and you work really hard to get the phase alignment between the subwoofer and the mid-bass up front to where it sounds good and like it's locked in. But then at 60 hertz, it may be out of phase because there's something else going on that you can't do anything about. So, for example, typically in car audio systems, you're going to have a null on the left side from the left side driver. And it's going to be like around 70 to 90 hertz. It kind of just depends on the geometry of the car. And then if you have a trunk car and you've got the subwoofer loaded into the trunk, then normally you're going to have a cancellation at around maybe like 60 hertz. So the problem is that you have a cancellation in the subwoofer at 60 hertz. You have a cancellation in the left mid-bass at around 70 hertz. You're going to have a null, a phase null, that you can't really do much about because even if you try to apply overlap to your crossover point, like let's say you want to cross over at 80, so you don't have the left mid-bass null with the subwoofer, now the subwoofer is maybe helping to fill in that 70 hertz null, but you've got a phase issue at 60 hertz from the subwoofer itself due to the length of the cabin, and you can't do anything about it. So that's why what some people will do is they'll put a subwoofer up front in the car, and they'll put it on the right side. And they'll have that guy play maybe 70 hertz to 100-something hertz, or maybe 200 or 300 hertz. And then it acts as a a dedicated mid-bass driver to help fill in the null that's from the left side mid-bass driver. And then you are able to cross over lower than and then basically get past the subwoofer having a phase issue or a cancellation because of the cabin length. So mm. it can get really complex if you let it, um, or you can just say, I'm going to live with this issue, and that's that. So which route did you go, complex and fix? Uh, so in my car, we put the subwoofer all the way to the back, and I actually haven't even measured it yet. I've just been tuning it by ear. So <gasps> I don't know where the nulls are. Yeah, I know, right? because <laughs> to measure the car system dude i gotta break out so much stuff i don't want to do that crap like i gotta yeah. disconnect my laptop i gotta pl- unplug everything from the clipper i gotta take the laptop outside i gotta get my mic set up i mean I if you had a, JBL, a, a jl audio max you know that could 
probably be probably be useful. Should be useful. Um so yeah, that's so do uh all pass filters any any way to rotate the phase, would that does it help they, or does, does it resolve help. or just helps? Right. So they help um with the crossover, right? So like let's say that in the best possible scenario, you've done everything you possibly can. Your time alignment, you've got everything set up the best possible way that you can with your equipment and where the speakers are located, but you've still got a little bit of an issue at the crossover point. Then with an all-pass filter, you might be able to rotate the phase enough to where you can get everything to blend better. Okay. So it, if you... Mm, how many? Years? I guess when there's a null, there's just... a. Yeah, if there's a if there's a null from the from the room or in this case the car itself, it's no different than a home. Um, if there's a null due to the geometry of where the speaker is, then you can't do anything about it, right? Like if you took that lone subwoofer and you listen to that, and there's a null at sixty hertz, there's nothing you can do about that, right? Like you you could try to add EQ and maybe fill in some of it. It might kind of work, but it's probably not going to work at all. Um, so the only thing that you can do is you can either move the subwoofer, move yourself, or add another driver to help offset that null, which is really where the direct art comes into place, from what I understand. Yeah. You know, it's using other drivers' locations to offset an acoustic null. That's that's it. Cause I was about to say, typically, if you have no speakers that are playing, if basically let's say you're sitting in a null, right? in a certain frequency, let's just say 60 to 80, right? Yeah. And no speaker in your system can play those frequencies because your position, your listening position is in the null. Yeah. Then typically there's, there's nothing you can do. There's no EQ versus like, let's say if one speaker is able to play it, another one can't, it's kind of like, all right, let's, let's go ahead and use that one and right. don't, don't, don't cancel it with this one. Um, but Dirac art can, I've found can actually fix some of those issues by canceling the wave that causing the cancellation. Mm. Right. I, I like you'll, it'll use like other speakers. Yeah. I don't know exactly how it works, but when somebody explained it to me, I was like, that sounds an awful lot. Like, like in car audio, people would set up mid bass arrays where, cause the mid bass is really the most problematic area with phase stuff. So mm. they'll use mid bass at the back of the car and they'll band pass those to maybe a certain couple frequencies. I, I used to try doing that too. It's, it, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. But okay. like, for example, you know, the, crazy, dude. Yeah. what? That's pretty crazy. They're just yeah. going to, they're just going to lock those into what, like maybe what well, you said, a couple, maybe like five. Yeah. Maybe? Like you may use. So I tried this with rear shelf mid bases where I basically was trying to say, all right, let's let those dudes play 70 Hertz because I got a null right here from the driver's side. Let those dudes play 70 Hertz. And it actually works pretty well. Um, the problem is if you try to play them too high, like at 150 stuff like that, you know, where you got other issues going on, you can Low get line. some pool where it'll sound like the voices will sometimes, it's just really hard to really lock that in. Mm. Yeah, dude, that is, that's what I'm getting in, in the van right now is like, you know, uh, let's say with certain certain bass hits that are higher in frequency, like in that doing it right. That yeah. I like it because there's just so many different tones. 
Yeah. And it's an actual song. So, you know what I mean? I, I have to hear it so much. I'm like, at least I get to hear a real song. It's a halfway decent yeah. song. It's a great song. <laughs> it does help. It's like the Dua Lipa track. I'm like, oh, it's not a bad song. Because I got it's on repeat. I might as well be a song rather than <laughs> do, do just some weird test tone, right? So, anyway, it's playing these uh, higher frequency bass notes. And in the car, it's it's hard to get those to like pop off, right? But then when it gets to the low bass, it's like, like oh, I'm not having an issue in those frequencies. It's the mid bass stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. Where I'm like, damn, my home system, I can hear like boom, like when we were listening to the Meyer sound, Chana, that mid bass was like, <laughs> there was it was not lacking at all, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's just Actually, it's just yeah. interesting. Got an email from them today. We're gonna we're gonna talk next week, I think. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's that's all interesting. And I think maybe the guys who are doing home theater stuff can implement that because you may have some issues in that area. It's you know, there might be some areas. What would you say? Like uh maybe around you know, above 80 hertz. You know, usually we're talking about bass below 80 hertz, but there's mm-hmm. bass above 80 hertz too. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, and if you have that issue, try that song. Try doing it right. Daft Punk around the 40, 40 second mark. When there's the a higher, in, yeah. higher frequency bass. Mm-hmm. And if that's not like, if you don't feel that, might be, might be an issue. And I wonder you can, what that is on the, um, like a spectro or whatever. Analyze. I used to know because I used to use that for my one of my demos. I used to use a couple oh, really? tracks from that. Yeah, I actually just did a video for a speaker recently, and um, it popped up on my suggested playlist. So I listened to that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, man, this song rocks." Mm. Doing it right. Yeah, yeah. Let's Always. Google, I'm gonna Google it. See if anybody said what it is. I looked it up in Audacity at one point, but I, I don't even remember. What's I'm wondering on? if I could play it and not have it come through these speakers. Oh yeah, you you might be able to. It'll probably come through those speakers. Let me see if I play this. Oh, oh man, you're gonna get us copyright. I gotta. I gotta... Oh, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that makes me think of the uh, it's the count, but he's bleeped out from Sesame Street. If you if you Google this, it's really funny. I'm gonna find it real fast. <laughs> I'm gonna play it. Let me know if y'all can hear it because it's it's definitely not copyrighted. Can y'all hear it? Hmm. I don't think so. No. Never mind then. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can play it back to this. I was, I was trying to measure it, but Let me see. it's not. Can it's not share good. screen, window. Nope. Chrome oh, I can mute it here. Account. Oh, ooh, I found it. All right. Let me know if y'all can hear this. Sometimes All right. I get 
once I start in You kind of sounded like uh, the count right there with your laugh. Faster, faster. It is so exciting. I could forever. Until I drop. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. I love whatever the amount. One, two. What is this? Engineers, man. You Engineers are the weirdest. I don't know who showed that to me, but I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> One, oh, 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 that guy loves counting, huh? <laughs> the count. One, oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, so where, where was I? Yeah. yeah, you were trying to figure out the tones. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do it without it uh, playing through here. Here, I can, well, no, you're right. I don't want to play it because we might get copyright. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that it's not online anywhere. I'd have to do this. I don't know how to read base tabs, but if Chana knew how to read base tabs, he could probably read it and tell us what the notes are. Yeah, totally. Well, I don't know if that's frequency. Hold on. Yeah, put it up. What do you need? Uh, teach bass too. Same thing as guitar. It's a low E. Oh, gosh. I'll pull it up, but I don't know if it's going to... What? Where's the full screen version of the... You guys suck at life. Sheet music. They're definitely doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Nope. Ah, 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 ah. I can't find what I'm looking for. But I still Kinds of copyright this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm still trying to. I'm trying to get these these tones for you guys. It's all right. Let's see if I do. Let me see if I do. All right, I've got uh, Kef Blade Meta Twos in. I haven't even taken them out of the box yet. This is a cool story. So the guy that dropped them off was from a delivery company. You know, like one of those eighteen wheeler things. Yeah, and he called. He was like. Are you going to be home to sign for these? And I said, uh, I won't be, but I can get somebody to do it. And he said, okay, well, I should be able to get them off the truck. So I'll, I'll do that. And then he called me back like 30 minutes later. And he said, man, I walked into the truck to see what they were. And I'm not going to take these off. I, I would like for you to be there just, if nothing else, just to watch. Because he he's a speaker dude. Turns out he's oh. a speaker dude. He's got a set of like monitor audio speakers. He's got a turntable. He collects vinyl and all this stuff. So when he saw the box and it's got Kef Blade 2 Metas on the side, he knew immediately what it was. And he was like, I wanted you to be there just in case. And that way you're there. I said, I get it. So it was funny. Oh, he didn't have a lift truck. That was the problem or a lift gate, you know? So he had to like push them to the back and then he laid them on the side and then he pushed them off the end. And I was there like helping him flip them over off the truck. But, Flipping them over? Yeah. Uh-oh. What's that? Doing it right. There it is. What is that? That's like a 40? 63? Boom. 30, 32, maybe? 63 again. Oh, I can't tell. Maybe 60? 63, maybe 32, and around 40 or something like that, maybe? Yeah. 63 hertz is what music note? Frequency to music note converter. Oh, look at that. All right, so there you go. I was able to do it. All right. Stop, right. stop screen. Hello? Stop it. Stop it. All right. 
B1. Dominic, get down. B1 is 63. What else did you say? What was the lowest one? Uh, 30? 30. 30. Those are probably around like 35-ish. 35 would be C sharp. I was going to say D. That's pretty close. It's 36. Hold up. 36 uh-huh. is a D1. Could be a D. Uh, is it, you know, it's crazy. Sometimes some of the, the, the notes that sound like deep bass, when you really look at it, they're like, that's only like 30 hertz. Like, that's not even that crazy. Yeah, I know. It, 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 I had that problem sometimes, too. I expect it's going to be like, you know, maybe 30 hertz, and it turns out it's 40 or 50. And it's like, oh, I suck at this. <laughs> Shut up, Chana. Were those just ear what? measures? I didn't say anything. You didn't have to. You were thinking it. <laughs> Sucker. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at this base tab right here. Let's see. He's walking, walking, walking around the room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get down. Walking, walking, walking around the room. Walking around the room. All right, I'm about to do this legit, y'all. Oh no! Look, you're gonna get Chana involved here. He just I bought an Audi S8. Has a banging Olufsen sound system. Sounds so good. You guys know about this company? <laughs> Chana doesn't. Just a little. He knows nothing about that company. What just company? Me. Oh, oh, banging Olufsen. What's that? That's what I grew up on. My dad was a huge B&O fan, so that's what I grew up listening to in my childhood years stereo speakers that cost a ton of money <laughs> we would go he had this big old thing for like these uh octagonal tower speakers from B&L and they were like 2 grand each or something but then the the like thing you needed to play it on cuz it was all proprietary you had to buy the Bane Olsen's electronics that shit was like $5000 we're talking like the 80s Right, so this whole setup is like eight thousand dollars, right? This is mm-hmm. in eighty-two or eighty-three or eighty-four. We're like going to all these places to look at them, and he's trying to get them used, <laughs> still expensive, and like, yeah, yeah. I call I call myself the accidental audiophile because that's what I grew up listening to. And that I did so, so somebody at audio advice, like, man, at like seven years, six, seven years old, you could tell the difference. I'm like, no, dude. Come on, what's wrong with you? Come on, bro. It wasn't until I was 13. <laughs> and I went to a friend's house and I played the same music that I played at home. And on this guy's Sony that his parents had, I'm like, oh, well, something's wrong. Mm. That sounds sick. My bro. cake stereo sounds like someone humming through a kazoo. <laughs> Been there. That's great, okay. dude. Um so yeah, who who got the uh banging Olsen here? Somebody got a BO Chad Williams, yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, Cat Williams? Chad Williams. No. Oh, I for real thought I heard you say Cat Williams. It, Chad won a seven thousand dollar upgrade in this car so freaking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so in, in the van, right? I have like I bought these like JB JBL fuse, they're called they're like little like two eight-inch drivers with like passive radi- radiators. Can't say that word. Radiator. Yeah. So, so anyway, two eights, right? And the van is huge, right? Like minivans, it's a big vehicle. That thing doesn't really do much. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I need more more base. Mm-hmm. Right? And it sounds ridiculous. Like I don't want to be like like I was back in the day with a bunch of subs, but really to overcome road noise and all that, you kind of need road noise. A lot of base. Noise. That's crazy. You know, like forget like I'm, I'm not trying to be a bass head and play it loud like i want good sound quality right you're not gonna be like a stroker van you're not gonna do no stroker van. <laughs> but in order to get good sound in a vehicle you kind of need quad 18 like Mark said. <laughs> dude you won't bro i i measured the engine sound like from in the cabin mm-hmm. right 80, 80 huh not not db so much as like where oh. where it is on this? So remember, this is an an older van. I'm I'm not in a, a Tesla where it's probably super quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey Chad, so, what, kind of, uh, what size subwoofer do you have in the back of that S8? Is it a 10? Is it a 12? What's up? It ain't no 18. I know that. No, it's not. Well, you know what they do? They did it in my car with my banging all of a sudden. There's no spare tire. That's where the subwoofer is. Oh really? <laughs> you got a triple huh? Yeah, you got to Well, you yeah. know, also like back in that time oh look at that there's there's the engine sound that comes in it's a 20 hertz so it's like i get more bass from my engine (laughs) i get more bass from my engine so i need something to be able to overcome that engine you got dual 12s in that thing doom you definitely don't have a spare tire you definitely don't have a spare tire yeah on's arm cannon How's the how's your infinite baffle setup working in your car, Aaron? Seems to be working pretty good so far. I, like I said, I still haven't really put a lot of tuning time on that thing yet, though. I need to. I listening at least? Yeah. I, listen, time. I, mean, I, I got some rattles in there, though, that are driving me nuts. So <laughs> it's hard for me to get past that. Uh, I see. So you, you put in some ear time at least. Yeah, definitely put in some ear time. No measurement time, just ear time. Uh, Is that something you do with a your girlfriend, your time, your time, like, your time. So here's the question about um, infinite baffle that opens up to the outside environment, right? Yes. If you have your windows up and you're playing bass, is it louder outside than if you have your windows down where it's like kind of like, oh, the pressure is even on both sides? The cabinet for the sub. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know. I haven't really done that with this car yet. So I really don't know. And I haven't really sat outside and listened to it either. I'm sure it probably bothers some people, though. You got like the, the giant cabinet for your... What is you? You have an 18? Yeah. <laughs> you got a giant... The cabin is the cabinet for the 18. Yeah, hey, your time is just FaceTime without the video. That's right. Dude, Aaron, you should make another shirt. Something about ear time. Ear time. Ear time. Ear time. Hold time on. It, it's ear time. Break out your rulers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, can you have too much bass when you get gas and everyone can hear it? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm wondering if you if you roll up to a stoplight next to Aaron. Oh. And he has his windows up and he's bumping some, some, some you know, some rap or some something. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like, damn. Probably, I'm sure it does. All right, so this Please, is what we got. I, I, could, I could just see it. You, that, it's that scene in uh, Office Space, right, where he locks the door. <laughs> <real quick>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This All is right. your doing it right. So the lowest note is 
Does it say 37? Looks like 36. Let me. What? Oh, okay. The scaling is weird. Right, what is this? Is this it? This is the track, yeah. It's around 30. What is this? Hard to say. Where I said around 40, 35. I said what I said. 36 is a D. Okay. 61 B1, uh-huh. 52 hertz, and then 42 hertz. So those are the three notes. Yeah. 60. Wait, say that again. 61. 61. 55. 50. Yay. And uh-huh. 44. 44. 61, 55, 44. Yeah, I wonder if those uh those guys who just listen, if wonder if they could have just told us those numbers. Nah, they probably could, right? They could just tell us. Like, they just listen. Yeah. yeah. But so here's the cool thing about they this, and right? They go, and they go like this. Oh yeah, that note. Yeah, it was boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> so like boom. I like with this though. You can tell like all right. So the 41 hertz is louder than uh-huh. 53. 53 is. It says negative 12. 62 is negative nine. So these two, there's three decibels difference. And then this one is negative. It says 18. That can't be right. Oh, about negative eight. Mm. Actually, that's 39 hertz. The, low, the lowest one seems like the most violent. Yeah, no, the 39 hertz is the lowest one. I guess 39 hertz is the lowest one? 39 hertz, yeah. I'd have to zoom in on this stupid thing to tell for sure. You know, so I've found that in a lot of systems around 70, there can be nulls in the response around 70 ish oh, yeah. in the home system. And so that's where I'm talking about like that last note that you hear up there, that you're supposed yeah. to hear. Sometimes you don't hear that as well as you should. Right. Yeah. You so, know, so Aaron, when we're listening to, um, speech at, um, Axpona and we played the song and that low one doesn't hit, we'd be like, she can't go down to 39, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> what are y'all doing here? I don't even yeah. want to talk about this. Barely, I barely hear the 44 with any kind of emphasis. Yeah, what, man. What is up? What are these? 10,000 a pair? Garbage. Seriously, y'all can't hit 63 hertz. And then y'all don't even have three dBs of attenuation for the next one, which is 54 or 53 hertz, by the way. Weak. Have you so you see that little uh that little notch around 70 way. hertz? What sorry, that little bump that little bump up at 70 hertz. Yeah, that one. And that's and then that's the part um where you kind of hear like a higher frequency. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah, and you may not hear that if, depending on your system. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you got oh. these guys, these guys. I mean, they're really tight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there are some there are some higher notes. Yeah, I mean, I, so I'm zoomed in on I try to zoom in just in the window where it's at, and I'm sure oh. I got some I had to get some other stuff with it too. Oh, sure. It's not the whole song. This is just probably like a maybe a five or six second window. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Audacity, cool. man. I love using it. Oh, you can do that in Audacity? Yeah, yeah. I'll show you real fast. Um, yeah. Audacity of this software. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I, I just you went to that. YouTube and I download, I did a YouTube ripper for it because I don't have it on this computer. But I, so I downloaded mm-hmm. the MP3 Pirate R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Ripper and then, Loaded. Hey man, I have like five different versions of this stupid CD, and the one version that I have on this computer, we find oh, it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I can't bring it into Audacity. The car is built like right. Bonnie will well. be dancing. That the mirrors do not shake when the music is cranked. It's crazy good. I spent two years researching this car. Needed to have the BNO system. Yeah. Let's what see. I will read. Neighbor lives approximately 500 yards away. He can feel the bass in my car when I drive into. <laughs> what? Okay, so yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
So I played it back. That's a mm-hmm. clap, and there's a bass drop right, right in there. Cool, massive. I'm usually looking around like 40 seconds. Yeah. So, so well, all you got to do is you just go and highlight like the area that you're interested in. Uh, okay. And then, and then you go up here to analyze and then do uh-huh. plot spectrum. No way. Yeah. And then it'll tell That's you what crazy. it is. I didn't know you could just do that so easy. Yeah. So if you want to see what else is going on, then you can go analyze plot huh. spectrum. Huh. Hey, they have some AI separating things in there too now, Chana. And Audacity. Oh, I saw this new thing, Ripper X or something. Uh, Let me see. It's a new DAW. They're they're in, but uh, it looks pretty pretty crazy. We'll find something else. This is kind of cool. Like I would like to see what the um, the response of that Dolby Amaze uh, Amaze demo. Yeah, like what frequency is that, and what level? I hear you. As soon as you said Dolby, I'm like, yeah, amaze. Yeah, you. Yeah, wanna... I want to know what level and what frequency that that bass drop is. Let me find something. Uh oh, here's my disc. Chat. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think my bang in Olivson was the twenty three speakers, nineteen hundred watts. Um, in my Q seven, it was uh, what like a five thousand dollar option. Well, what is that? Like 200 a month, if that? Not even that. So I thought it was a good deal. Mm-hmm. And then the tweeters like pop up from the dash. It's pretty, pretty sexy. You know, it's pretty cool. Had I had a Q5 as well. Had a few of those. Amazed demo. I can't get it. All, all the tracks that I do have are like high res on, on this computer. So. They won't it's too, too high res for audacity. They are for real. They're DSF files and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah, DSF. Yeah, it's like no, nah, I don't think so. DSF. That's honest. um, what do you call it? What was that stuff called? Oh, DS. Um, god damn, high res audio. Yeah, oh, DSD cool. stuff like that. DSD. Yeah. yeah, yeah, DSD. Hey, I just learned this new thing where you can just import a file into Audacity. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's pretty neat, I, I man. It yeah. Hey, do you mind showing us how you do that though? Because I don't. Yeah, I don't dude, it's crazy. So I just threw in the Amaze demo here, and it's crazy because it shows all the different tracks. Oh, well, wow, that's, that's awesome. Point one, right? I'll I don't know which one the LFE is, but I bet you I can guess. Um, mm, I, I think I probably this guy right here. Guy <laughs> <laughs> the one that has nothing else in it except for like. When the thunder hits, yeah, exactly. But you know what's interesting? It's in in the other ones too. When you ask, like, is are the is the bass in the other freak in the other channels? So usually yeah, it's like one, two is left. So they're not putting it in the left. Uh-huh. Three is usually center. So not this is when the thunder hits. But look at it's in the other ones too. Six, seven. That's oh, usually like uh, these are usually your surround speakers. Well, you know, right? but this the, is definitely LFE right here. No, that's so definitely. this is what happened. When, so I go here and then I go to uh, where do I go? Yeah, where do I go? Um, I'm not helping you, man. Analyze, I go to analyze. What is and then that? You go to spectrum. <laughs> spectrum. Okay, how do that? I 50 hertz? How do I? How do I? Uh, oh, no, 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 you got this. Oh, you got this. <laughs> Uh, you left high and dry, Joe. Just go like uh, the size, and increase the size. That drop down, click. 
size drop. Oh, you were there. Uh, he the four bot buttons at the toward the bottom. I'm pointing on my screen like you can see me pointing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the next one. Doesn't work, Aaron. <laughs> Go to the right. On everything. Now. All right. There you go. Click that. Five. Uh, 1024. Where it says 1024. 1024. Click, that. <laughs> Jesus. click it. 1024. Click it. I am on 1024. Click it. I did. <laughs> Why not? Click it. Now click what? The drop down. It should give you options. Oh, it's not, it's, I, the drop down showed, but it's not showing it on the screen. Okay. okay. Then okay. go then to I'll like 32 or something. 32,000. 32,000. Ah, there you go. There you go. You probably don't have to go that high, but if you want two tight hertz, resolution. Three hertz. Look at this. Two hertz, three hertz. How about if I go to 13,000? No yeah, way. Zero is hertz. For real? Is that, is, that the, is that the brown note? That's just straight zero. DC. <laughs> That's what that note is that when they play that, because it shakes the crap out of everything. Yeah. Look at look at all that. Where's the main peak at 40? They have, I mean, look at the what so some of those are like 30 dB. Well, no, actually, because in on in average, that's like what mega 30 dB down on average, just ballpark looking at it. But look at that one around four hertz, three, four hertz there area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That dude's a heck of a peak. So this is crazy. I can't believe that they're playing sound all the way down to DC. So we're talking about the Amaze demo if you're just tuning in. Yeah. And this is, we zoomed in on the part where the, not the part where it says like, I don't know, it says bass you can feel bass. or something like that. Huh? Powerful bass, yeah, powerful bass you can feel. Yeah, powerful bass you can feel. When it hits that note, this is what we're looking at right here. So 20 hertz, easy. Easy. And some. So that's cool. That's crazy. Greater definition, full 360 sound. And then, uh, sound said here, and he says correctly, if it's 30 dB down, that's actually 20 oh. down because LFE gets a plus 10 dB boost. That's cool. Holy crap. Okay. That's enough of that. That's wow. a cool toy to have, man. I well, use that a lot. Good. I use that a lot when I'm listening to stuff, and if I hear something, something I'm like, like I know that I hear it, but I don't know what it is, then I'll bring up Audacity play that portion of the song and zoom in on it. I'm like, oh, there it is. What well, is here's our plan? What is our plan for Expona? Are we going to do a binaural recording of like the most expensive speakers and play that track in every room and then just stitch it together? <laughs> See how all these expensive ass systems or speakers yep. like handled the, that one track? Would that, would that be an interesting video? Is that something you guys would want to watch? See, you could do that. I think the best way to do it though is just to take a cup of water into every room and then set it down and play and see if it does the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park thing. And this is interesting, also. Uh, Reverend Slim and I have talked about this before. Um, but when people ask, like, oh, do I need you know this size speaker for my rear surrounds? There's no real content below this and this. Well, this particular track is playing. This is a, one of the surround channels. So oh, wow. it's not just in the LFE. It is also duplicated. That's why I think it sounds so loud. Like I, I always wonder why that one sounds so loud compared to the others. And it's not, you know, uh, when you're doing Atmos, like when we do Atmos, you have a certain amount of uh, content that you can put in LFE, right? Certain level before it's too high. But if you duplicate that and you put it also in all the other speakers, 
Mm. <laughs> now well, you have, I mean, you know how you were you were saying, you know that that's the base hit. Go back to the other screen or just remove this window. Okay. Um, you know, in logic, you know, in that bed track, I can send a base hit or whatever to yeah. LFE. I can assign it to LFE and all 7.712 speakers too. But here's the trick though. Here's the trick. When you're using bass management, let's say if you're using speakers that are crossover at 80 hertz, so you're sending LFE like a lot of signal, right? Yeah. yeah. But then whatever can't be played from the other speakers are also going down there. It also gets sent yeah, to the LFE. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like the double bass. It's double <laughs> bass, but it's like times like on this. It's showing on all the surround channels. I don't even know. They might be sending it to the heights also. I can't see with this. Yeah, um, it, I think that's what uh, Jeremy's saying. But they're putting uh, that in every channel. Imagine that's summed with the LFE. Yeah, exactly. Nuts. Yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Uh, so, uh, Chad, yes, I have an Audi. I've actually uh, uh, owned eight Audis or something like that. Been buying them for like 20 years. I like them. Uh, last thing from Chad. Uh, when Avatar 2 came out, I rented out the theater for me and my family. <laughs> Despise people and their cell phones. Thinking about doing hey. it again for too. <laughs> AMC doubled their prices. Should I do it again? Yeah. Wife awesome. says I can if I get 10 at least 10 people. Where do you live? Do you live in California? We've What's done that. We've done that before. We rented out the a theater. It was pretty fun. It was pretty I fun mean, because you could kind of like be a little louder and you know. I know I'm the told, AMC. I'm told around here it's 150 bucks. Really? Yeah. Which, like, I guess they do it for birthday parties, but somebody was Michigan. telling me. Sorry, that. Chad. Can't can't go to Michigan. See, our our like the AMCs are too busy. There's no way you know yeah. you have to go to some of the smaller yeah. theaters. Yeah. You go to AMC, they're like Lemley or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so, that's when they're always like promoting on KCRW. You you know it's like a total indie spot when KCRW is like. Oh There's yeah, the $350 for your AMC. Does it have Atmos? Wow. So That's not that bad. <laughs> one of my first jobs was working at AMC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my first, first oh, jobs cool. in Burbank, but I guarantee that they would not let anybody <laughs> rent out that theater. It was always busy. Yeah. So there's no, like, I don't know if they do that now. I know maybe stuff may have changed after the whole COVID thing. And like, you know, people weren't going to movies. They were hurting. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you guys can rent this out. You know, you guys want to have a party. Um, anyway, Dune 2 would definitely be a good movie to watch. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. And it's coming out this week or next week or something like that. Yeah. Is it Friday? Ooh. Or next Ooh. Friday? Uh, February 29. Yeah. yeah. Leap year. Leap year. Yeah. Okay. Check that out. We're going to check that out. Angela, if you're watching, we can go. Dune part two. We're, gonna, we're dropping the kids off at Chana's. Nope. Oh, good luck, bro. <laughs> nope. <laughs> good luck, bro. Good luck. Good I know you, you don't like driving, bro. You know how long it's going to take you to get here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm dropping the kids off. And yeah. Good luck. Chana will be like, he's not going to be there, dude. He's going to go somewhere. Yeah. You I know, got always, always, always hype. But after that, you, you watch his face after that. He'll be like, what? what are you talking about? Oh, just yeah, you're gonna be done. You'll see. Hanging out with the girls. Oh, dude, yeah. is it too much? You know, that's like my family's business is like childcare. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Never mind. Around kids all the time. So I'm we'll set a date. Speak their language. 
We'll set the date. I got Google. Hey, another topic. Another topic. Another topic. So, streaming immersive audio is. I asked you guys, some of the guys in the in the after show chat, has Atmos ever been streamed? Is that something? Because I don't watch TV. No, I don't watch very much TV. But is that a thing? I know that like when you watch your normal channels, there's like it says like Dolby, and that's like what five point one or seven point one. Five point one is the best way to go. <laughs> yeah, didn't you just have a live streamer to disagree about stuff? I, I did. Yeah. Did you see my comment? You didn't even see my first comment. I said, "Look at this guy. It's time to disagree." <laughs> I didn't even see that. Let's see it. I know. I saw your second one. Well, I mean, I guess it was your second one because yeah. I did reply to one of them. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, ah, you didn't see the first one. God. Oh man, Aaron, oh, my, you're, always just, you're, always, you're, always, you're always just sitting here talking. I'm like, he's not looking at the chat. Yeah, that's one, why one I said he doesn't really even know I'm in here. <laughs> that's why I said it because you didn't. See I the did know you were in there eventually. <laughs> so I would okay. say, I would say, here's something that I've heard you kind of say on your channel is like that you're not so much into like immersive audio or Atmos or any of that stuff. I think it can be really cool. Nah. No? Not into it. It's <laughs> probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> Unless it's Atmos. <laughs> See, man, you guys are always shilling Oro and that's a dead brand. <laughs> We're shilling. Straight yeah. shilling like a villain. Like villain. That's right. So I just I just posted my Atmos mix in here. No, I, I actually I'm just kidding. Um, no, I don't really have a lot of experience hearing that stuff though. I, if you had for the local store, they had an Atmos thing going on with the uh, with I think I told you guys about it with Theory Audio speakers, huh? direct art, and uh, they were playing one of the Eagles live Blu-rays, but like the new Eagles mm. with uh, with Vince Gill. So that was pretty cool. I like that. So if I you had to do it, if I had a space. Had- a theater space, and you can do whatever you wanted, and like I, mean, I know you have an AVR. I would, do. Would I you? Do. Would you do Atmos? Let's say like you just had a dedicated theater. Yeah. Or would you seriously keep it like seven point one and just be? Cool? Oh, it, well, for me personally, it would just be about the money and the time. You know, like to get it installed or to install it myself. If mm. if those were available, then yeah, I mean, might as well, okay. right? And so if you don't I didn't have like it, I just wouldn't use it. Against it, yeah. Yeah. Do you find that, that stereo for the most part is like satisfying enough for Adequate. you? Yeah. yeah. My whole thing, like my previous home theater, we just wound up not using it that much, right? Like right. I had this yeah. whole dedicated space and we hardly ever used it. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, when I listen to music, I can listen to stereo and then totally enjoy it. Right? Yeah, but I would imagine if I was watching a movie, I'm like, uh, I think I'm kind of missing out for a movie yeah. when I know that they actually did some stuff. And I think Croson has probably got it the best at most music in the world, trying to catch up to the Yamaha Church Hall movie. Hey, hey, speaking of Yamaha, I brought this in for you, Paul. This is it. This is what you get. This is what a three thousand dollar Yamaha volume knob looks like. Are you serious? Yes. Is it really that much? Well, the AVR is, but the thing broke off. Oh, oh, well, that sucks. It's got a nice little weight to it. Yeah, that's well, probably why I fell off. It defeats the purpose. Gravity just said, <laughs> not today. Hey, Johnny, you're looking a little more toned, bro. Looking a little more toned up. Watch oh, out. Uh-oh. Dang, son. Watch out. You've been putting in that work. Good for you. 
We're going to go to Axpona. We're just going to be walking around, bird chesting it. Like, what's up, everybody? What up? Chest bump, Aaron. <sighs> I'd have to like, jump really high because you're tall. Yeah. Bird, I'm not that bird tall. Bird <laughs> then I'm be like, oh, my back. Uh, am I re reviewing the Nakamichi Dragon? They emailed me. Uh, they were ready to send one, but I have no place to put it. So, yeah, there, there you go. Maybe, maybe I can put it somewhere. I don't know. Maybe we should just have it sent over to Aaron's and he can measure it. Yeah, it's probably like 54 and a half inches. You get so many views on that. Or in years, that's like 20, 25 years. years. <laughs> 25 ear lengths. 20 years. I don't know how long. It's actually, it's actually pretty that? big. My ears are pretty big? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, somebody said that they've they streamed some hockey in Atmos. Or what yeah, it? yeah, it was uh, Reverend. Yeah, Reverend. Reverend. Mm -hmm. That's weird. I, like sports in someone immersive is just weird. Like, what are you really putting? Like, yeah, putting the really crowd noise in there. <sighs> yeah. No. Where's your? Come on. Where's your perspective? Right. Like, where's your reference point? Is it in the stands? The nosebleed? Is it down? Like, you know, by the? If it's I was like, about to say dugout. Y'all help me out here. If it's in yeah. the like, penalty box, that would be Here great. <laughs> because then you could say, that motherfucker, right? you could hear all kinds of colorful language. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to attack a mic, attach the mic to the puck or something like that. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> mic to the puck. Quack, quack. Yeah. Solid 120 hertz slap. Oh, my ears. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, somebody said Atmos music. No, no, no. That's Paul. Do, 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 do. I think... Uh, I know where you're going with this, but uh, you know, Who, me? yeah, you. Okay, where am I going? The Oro 3D thing is uh, chilling, chilling. Oh go God, here we, we go. go, chilling like a villain. Oh, oh, I VP'd for the event because it's in in LA somewhere. Is it in Santa Monica? No, that's the damn. I got events all freaking week long. Holy shit! I gotta figure my stuff out. Um, yeah. What is it? Oro 3D, Joe? What is it? Oro? I don't know. They're streaming Oro. some kind of thing from Japan in Oro something, something. I want to give you the heads up on a sneak peek at upcoming tech demonstration. Uh, using its live extreme encoder, Korg, the company, will yeah. stream a live concert from Japan to Los Angeles in a revolutionary streaming demo for the press and other key partners at 6 p.m. PST on February 28th at Deluxe Hollywood Stage 5 900 blah, 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 blah. The first-of-its-kind demonstration will show how a live concert can be streamed with uncompressed audio and full 1080p video resolution via a complete end-to-end -end streaming ecosystem that includes Korg, Oro 3D, and the Artist Connection streaming platform. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you guys need the artist. The concert will be streamed free to the public on the Artist Connection platform, which is the only streaming platform that delivers premium streams that marry immersive audio and high-res video. Artist Connection has a native support for both Korg Live Events Live Extreme Encoder and built-in Oro 3D decoder. Public access will be limited to the first 100 viewers who register. Oh man. To watch the live event, visit this. What if we shared it right now? Do you think we'd get? I mean, I think that would be a lot. I mean, we it would be a lot to share the link. Who cares? What's going to happen if we do? Yeah, you just go and request a virtual seat. World's first 96 kilohertz Oro. Oh, here, here. As Reverend Slim here, it looks like he says Oro's got to invite people to come hear their next failed product. Well, hate, hate, hate. 
I love I love I love how Jeremy loves to like drink that haterade when it comes to oral. Yeah, he he's on that comments are the best, bro. I love it, dude. Keep them coming. Hey, Dolby doesn't need your help. I'm telling you, they're they're already winning. Hey, uh oh that's like you know when when like uh somebody sees a sports team you know what i mean they just won and then all of a sudden you see them with a jersey like dude you never even used to watch that sport Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so it says uh since the stream is delivered via the artist connection platform multi-channel speaker playback using a pc web browser as well as oral headphones binaural playback the artist connection app are supported can be played with a headphone or earphones Here's what I think is cool, though, right? Uh-huh. I don't care if it's Oro or anybody else. I think it's cool that the software is doing the decoding, right? Because mm-hmm. typically with Atmos, you gotta seriously AVR. have uh, you gotta have your AVRs got to support this. Every single device has to support it, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of feels like that MQA thing, right? <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna send it, but like, if you don't have the right decoders, this and that, you won't be able to do it. But like. They're saying, hey, we could do it with this software. Um, you know, your PC doesn't have Oro 3D support, you know, technically speaking. But I guess this um, this Artist Connect app mm-hmm. has it built into the software. And I, I think that would be cool. Like, whether it's Oro or DTS or Atmos, I would love to be able to say, like, hey, I have a, I have a Mac. I have 7.1.4 in here. Why can't I play Atmos? Mm. Oh, yeah. You kept asking me that. Why can't I just play Atmos from the computer? Huh? Apple. Why can't I play Atmos? I have all the speakers. I can play. I can access all the channels with the, uh, the, the, in, the decoder in Logic. But why can't I play a file with an Atmos? What the heck is going on here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They don't want to do it. They don't want to Well, I think it's because it's all licensing stuff right like they're not going to get extra money by allowing your software to decode it they want to sell to this company that's gonna you know that requires you to buy something i mean you know you know half the reason why i'm making all these atmos mixes i I gotta pay dolby licensing fees like all year round yeah (laughs) might as well what is this that's dude that atmos oro thing you just showed that's what the background of it reminded me of Oh. <laughs> it made me as soon as I saw it, I was like, "That's the Michael Jackson Dangerous album." Oh yeah, yeah, no, it totally is. It's like, uh, you see? oh, hold on, I'll bring it back up. Did, back you, up. did you share the link? I did <laughs> share the link for the. Yeah. At least, if it's gonna be a hundred people, I want it to be all people I know. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ready to see this thing? Look. Watch. Look in the background. Right. <laughs> Look. It's the same thing in the background. Can we do a view? At least, at least Chana gets it. I see it. I got you, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that, you, bro. Joe's like, these guys are clowns. Tonight is your night, bro. Tonight is your night, bro. <laughs> That's uh, twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told you I love this guy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, dude. That's when he teaches her, teaches them how to dance. Yep. <clears throat> oh, good old Marnie. <laughs> yeah. I forgot their names. Mm. What was the other sister's name? Oh no, don't care. Yeah. Marnie was the only one. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was uh John Travolta's wife, right? In real life. I have no idea, bro. Was Marnie the Deluxe Arnold's life. girlfriend in the movie? Let me well, see that picture again. And can you post can you post a link to 
I think they sent the link, right? Yeah, I put it up already, bro. Are you, you talking did? to me? No, Chana. Are you talking oh, to me about Lord. posting the picture again? Oh, no, I wanted to see Chana's picture. Oh, okay. Beverly Hills. That's where oh, I brother. want to audio thing. oral <laughs> thing. Kind of look like this. Antique shop. Kind of. Oh, yeah. And Toy Story. I could see that. It's funny I, how things like that make us I, think I think that's, I think that's the that's a that's the key point there, Jeremy. Hundred percent limit is a bandwidth limitation. Hmm. Could be. Oh I just, anyway. Have you guys heard that um that song? I'm trying to remember it. I need, I need complete silence for like two seconds. You need distraction or silence? No, no, no. I need. I, just give me a second. Let me think here. Hey Alexa, play Insync's "Bye Bye Bye." <laughs> All right. I need everybody to tell me if they got them. Please let me know. Why did mine? You bastard! Don't listen to him. I love it, dude. I, I never got a a confirmation of my RSVP. So Uh-oh. okay. Um. So what else? Uh. So we we shilled that out already. Okay. I'll shield. Check the box on the shilling here. Nice bingo card. Um. So did we talk about my Dolby Atmos experience with uh, most of this music? Or what's that? Did I already talk about the Atmos music? I forget. Atmos music. Yeah, I listened to a bunch <clears> of Atmos music. <throat> Over the weekend. Oh, there's a whole bunch of Dolby Atmos titles on on title title titles on title. Title are they good? Titles on title. I thought <laughs> the electronic music ones were going to be good. They were just average. Some of them were really fucking weird. Like they put the vocals in the side surrounds. I'm like. Mm. That's an odd choice. You know, I mean, I I get it. Like, if you think about like headphones, right? Mm -hmm. If you put your headphones on, if you're in a seven ear level speaker situation, the left and right surrounds are like your headphones. Your headphones, right? So, like, I get, I I, kind of like that um, idea, but damn, some of of it was just, oh, you know which one was really good? Uh, Flowers. What is her name? I can buy myself. Miley Cyrus? That's actually a very good one. Oh, hey, okay. I like that song. Yeah. Uh that's that's a great that that one's done well in Atmos. Um, a lot of uh, I was looking for the Dua Lipa track because some people said that the du- that my Dua Lipa version was much better. So I was looking for that, but I couldn't find you can't just find if I search Houdini Dua Lipa in title on, on the Apple TV, because you gotta do it on Apple TV, right? Um, it doesn't show you the Atmos version, it just shows you the like the standard. Oh, in her two channel one, uh, which is kind of odd. I don't, I, you know, and but if you go to the Atmos section and do see all, boom, there is so much. Holy shit! Like these people, dude. Somebody's getting somebody's getting some work, and a lot of it is not really that great, <laughs> you know. Um, but they're they're. I wonder if I can log in title. Oh man, I don't know the password. Come on, come on. Hell yeah! 
Shouldn't it, shouldn't my um manage account log in? Shouldn't it just continue? Put in my password. Oh, Edward. Accept all cookies. Who's it? Who are you calling cookie? What Web player? <laughs> Can I get access to Atmos on here? Dolby Atmos. Okay. All right. Here, I can share a screen. Look, they have a whole bunch, dude. I was so surprised. Search. Here we go. Can we? Is that making it bigger? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, best of 2023, 70 tracks, top 50 rock classics, 152 tracks. Look at that. Dolby Atmos for cars. <laughs> for cars, part two. Uh, ray tracing audio, like, look, dude, they got cool stuff. Ray tracing audio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it stops here. There's way more on the actual app that was like, uh, for each artist, you know. Uh, what? Don't be honest. Go to Jonah. Playlist. Oh, here. No, no, here. View all. Come on. Come on. That's not all. Reggae, classical, bluegrass, jazz. Dance. Oh, and here's the weird part. Some of these uh um you couldn't even play. Which one was that? It was the ad the uh, the avid play. So if I wanted to put up my Dolby original Dolby Amos track for you guys to listen to, something that's on Apple Music, Title, uh, what's the other one? Amazon. Um, I'd use something called Title or Avid Play. And so they have an avid play playlist. Maybe if I just try searching avid play. Avid play. And here. Oh, it's so weird. Can I play this? This is so odd. It won't let me play this. Oh, crap. It won't let me play this on the Apple TV. Huh. Yeah. There's like certain ones that are, uh, that are, see how everything's white? They're all grayed out, except for like a handful of them. And I went through this. I'm like, what is going on? And it said the record label won't allow you to play this on the Apple TV. I'm like, well, how am I going to get Dolby Amos? Because <laughs> this is just this is just two channel, right? This is just two channel. Yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise, it'd be 48 kilohertz, you know, Atmos. But it's not. It's just coming in in two channel. I don't know. It's pretty silly. Pretty silly. I don't. I don't huh. know. Man. I, I think they have they have a whole lot going on. But um, man, it's 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 a bit weird. And yeah. I know kind of like what Caleb was talking about, like. If a lot of people, like I know Apple Music is just, if you're playing a song and you search mm-hmm. it and you hit play, you're hearing the Atmos version, even if you only have two channels. And so some people are saying it sounds weird. Sounds weird, yeah. Well, see, that's that uh, that Artist Connection app. I think it you can choose whether you're using headphones or not. And if you are, it'll take that signal and it'll use the binaural version. It'll binauralize it. I don't know if it does it automatically, actually. But that's the right way to do it, right? If you're listening in a system that can play it, you should play it properly. If you're listening over headphones, binaural mix down. Yeah. yeah that's the correct way. Okay. Anyway, um, dude, I want to talk about this real quick because I've been checking these out. Check it. Check it. These, these little things. Ultra mm-hmm. accurate, ultra near field, ultra yeah, so I'm a Cali audio fan because it's Cali and I gotta stick with my you know the Cali folks. But 
the state um these are smaller versions of their studio monitors not i wouldn't say they're tiny you know what i mean they just look I like monitors they're huge they're small, not big. yeah they're small ish they're like um i have the uh, canto uh auras those are tiny like those that, are, tiny. Those are, those are really yeah. Those are like, yeah, they're like smaller than this water, right? Those are tiny. These are small, right? Like, you know, they, they're suitable for a desk still. Yeah. Um, I haven't measured them, just been listening. I've been using their... Uh, they look like they're four their ears. Yeah. You know what I, I like is like that they have USB-C, so I connected it directly to my uh, Mac... Uh, what is it? Um, uh, iPad Pro. Mm. I'm I'm here watching Aaron's videos on these nice speakers, and then I started playing some music, and it's cool that you know just plug them in directly without an audio interface, right? Typically, studio monitors you need an audio interface, XLR or TRS. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to be professional. But now, if you have something that's USB C, pop it in, listen through nice speakers, right? So I haven't I haven't measured these at all. So I'm Aaron. I know you have. So yep. I don't want to ruin it. You're gonna tell me that they're Ain't ruining nothing for me, man. With them and because I'm like, yeah, these are cool. You know I what? Like here's, a, here's one thing. Like I'm impressed with the bass, right? That's yeah. I'm like, you know, they're small. They're small speakers, so I'm not expecting much. But I had the IN5s directly above it mm-hmm. for comparison. Um, and I'm like, yeah, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing their thing. What are the, Probably the best speaker in that size class that I've come across? They have subs too. Oh yeah, here it is. So I paired it with this thing, the smaller sub of theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty expensive, four ninety nine. But it's dual six and a halfs, right? So I they're paired it with this thing. I'm like, oh, that's a good combo. They're the like Kevin Hart of yeah. monitors. <laughs> It's a good desktop combo for sure. Yeah. I think, you know, if you don't have anything, you're just getting started. That will get you to a spot where you're like hearing good sound. Mm-hmm. You know, um, actually, I like them better than this, the INUNFs. Oh, yeah. I definitely that? Yeah. We both reviewed that. Yeah. I like, I like them better than those. And it's the form factor is more suitable for most situations. Yeah. And they're half the price. Yeah, you don't have to put this base module. Yeah, so they, I, I like. I mean, them. Yeah, they, uh, the base module might help the other ones get lower, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they're that much lower. Hmm. Um. I had some guy comment on my video. Oh, you're supposed to use the F10 or or F3 instead of F10 when I was looking at a sub, and I'm like, you need two points to be able to determine the slope of the thing like yeah for sure there's, there's only one uh, okay is it what happens after that point right yeah it could be a brick wall filter as soon as it hits that it's done yeah. like what i want to know where it drops down yeah. so you taught me that you know that it's useful to see the slope yeah so yeah. i kind of responded like that yeah um I agree. but yeah so that's i have that in for a review what else do i have i have the uh I have the Weem amp that you've already reviewed. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to, to play with that. Are, are, d- you mentioned in your video, that thing is so cool looking. Oh, it this is. is I emailed so him last know. week and I, or like last weekend, I guess, and said, um, all right, I'm 
I'm done with the review. It'll go live in like a day or whatever. <laughs> How much do you guys want for this thing? Like, because I want to buy oh, it. Like that. Like that. So, That's the best endorsement you can you can have if you want to yeah, buy I, it. I like it. I think it's great for what it is, man. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to. I never paid attention to Weem, but uh, when I got there, and I was pretty impressed. So now I've paid attention to. I guess they've got something called the Weem Ultra coming out soon, which is like yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. supposed to have HDMI input all that kind of stuff, you know, I was like, oh, sweet. I need that because then I can run that out to my separate power blocks or my mono blocks for my main. That'd be pretty sweet. Which separate mono blocks? Does oh, the... oh, you're talking about the little orange knob thingies? Oh, no, no. The, um, or is something, oh, you the got March something. Audio, they use Purify Class D modules. Oh, okay. So it's a P501. They're like, okay. I guess, 500 watts okay. on one channel. I got two of those. All right. And that's it. Four ohm. All right. That NAD yeah. thing is awesome, dude. I want one of those, but I, you know, I just I've already got the other mono blocks that I plan to use, right? So right. I don't need I don't need more stuff. So but. you you mentioned on your video that the Weem has four bands of PEQ, but then you kind of said something like, "Yeah, it might have eight. What is that? Yeah, what's that about? So I saw on the forum there that like I, apparently Weem is very active in the community as far as posting on their forums, updates, and things like that, which is really awesome. Um, but I saw on the forum that their plan is to have uh, what's it like equalization? Like, hold oh, on, what's what I'm looking for here? I don't know if it's direct, but it's room EQ, I think. And then they're also going to have eight bands of equalization added to a new update at some wait, point. Wait, what's uh, Room EQ? What was what that? Uh, Weem Amp Room EQ. Let me see. Maybe they call it Room Correction. Room Correction? You might just have to Google it. It's on their forum. <clears throat> we'll be happy to test the oh, beta test upcoming Weem Room Correction. Yeah, let's see. There's discussion on the on the floor. here. I'll just link it. I, I I am registered on that forum because I asked for more. Uh, oh okay. More PEQs. Oh okay. That'd be cool if it had more than four. Right. On the, on the upcoming one, so I, that's why if they did mention the whether they would do more because mm. that would that would four is four is cool, but you know. Yeah, you really need. You could do more with more. Um. December 29th, somebody asked, is room correction apply to all Weem products? Thanks. And then Weem support replies back. Certainly, it applies to all Weem products, including Mini Pro, Pro Plus, and Amp. So that'll be cool, man. That's that's great. Uh, here's yeah. a question from Marv. Does the Weem amp have delay control for the sub pre-out? No, it doesn't. And the one thing I did not measure, and I'm glad he said that because maybe I can go back uh, and measure the actual delay time out mm. of the subwoofer pre-out. Compared to the oh, main. oh, coming out of the sub, yeah, I'd be curious to know what that is. I didn't do it because I didn't even think about it until after I'd already done my review, and then I thought, man, that would have been nice to know because I did measure out the pre-out voltage, which was just under two volts, so it's probably two volts RMS. But yeah, you know, the, the the thing is, I always say you need to delay. Usually, with most DSP subs, you need to be able to delay the you know your main speakers. Mm-hmm. To match, you know, because if there's a significant amount of the delay, you you can't hear that. Yeah, and then you'll get the audio file saying, "Oh yeah, the bass is slow." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's milliseconds behind. <laughs> it really is delayed. Yeah. It, I mean, it is actually slower. <laughs> so, you know, that's one thing I 
I wish that uh, more companies would think about. Yeah, like I need to be able to delay the other speakers because that's you know any AVR can do that. Um, <laughs> add a mini oh, DSP to the Weem. Yeah, but I think the whole purpose of it is like an all-in-one box because then you add a mini DSP. Now that's like two hundred something bucks to a three hundred dollar device. Now you're five something. And then you start to creep into the territory of like, why don't I just get an AVR of some sort, you know? Maybe a cheap AVR, you know, it has HDMI, has uh, PEQ, has amplification, does the same stuff. Yeah. So I think this thing is more about form factor, small, uh, streaming, right? Like there's very few streaming devices that work with YouTube music for some reason, right? Yeah. So I want to be able to use YouTube music, uh, CoBuzz. YouTube music is not hi-fi, dude. Same thing with oh, yeah. That's why. Well, I'm, buzz and I'm just like, oh. Well, we come go. on. These things aren't hi-fi either if you want to talk about it in that sense, right? Yeah. Simple device. I want to be able to stream music and plug in some decent speakers and make it sound as good as that inexpensive system could possibly sound. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but Yeah. I like that video, that latest video you did, which was like kind of showing like what's an inexpensive way to get the most out of speakers, you know? Yeah. And like using DSP and uh, get yourself a nice little sub. Like, dude, you'll have a, a good experience, even playing around with the stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so I um, I was in the process of reviews, reviewing that Arc Studio that I wasn't able to show before. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's like a dedicated DSP box. Think about it like a mini DSP for for like studio monitors. Right? And it doesn't it doesn't use any of your uh, computer's resources. Uh, that that thing. Yeah. I have to get some Yeah, show the back. So this really? is for like studio monitors, all XLR based. Hmm. But um most audio interfaces don't have an XLR output. Yeah. Right, yep. mm-hmm. there's usually RCA or TRS, right? Hmm, no, not RCA. Never RCA. Never RCA. Oh, my Motu does. Motu has RCA output for your monitors. RCA? Yeah. Well, this Rodecaster has TRS. Oh, the Rodecaster is garbage. Okay, so how about this 18 Scarlet 18i20? Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have RCA too. No, no, that one doesn't have RCA. It has TRS, but it doesn't have XLR. Well, my my brand new audio interface has TRS and RCA. So the new handle <laughs> one. How about but no I'm XLR? Wrong. Okay, I, I'm wrong. I made a mistake. I'm wrong. No, I'm really fine with saying I'm wrong. See, look, no, I was wrong. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't yeah, so admit it's wrong. This work. So the. So Joe had to get some adapters. I was pissed. Complaining about. <laughs> I was pissed because I had to get adapters so I could go from TRS to that male XLR, right? Uh-huh. You know what I did? I'll tell you what I did because I wanted do? to test it that night. Uh-huh. I'll show you what Joe, what Joe Intel does. I freaking got some little nails, little nails, and I put them into the female XLR. <laughs> right? That's awesome, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it's not balanced anyway, right? If it's RCA or, you know, I use the RCA on one end, which is not balanced. It's just, if you open up the end of the other one, it's all, it's all just uh, soldered together anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just made nails come out of it. You have to put it upside down and then 
I plugged it in. So I got sound out of the thing. That works. That anyway, um, I was testing this thing out and I was like finding some weird issues that it wasn't doing exactly what I wanted it to do. And so I I reached out to them. I said, you know, I know this thing is brand new. Like they wanted a early they wanted you know, like day one early release, so like DJI type of thing. Like they wanted the you open up YouTube and then all of a sudden all these videos come up. I'm going I don't know if you want me to make my review right now. Maybe you want might want to fix some of these things. So I'm giving them a chance to like look at some of the issues that I found. Hopefully they fix it and then I can say, hey, this thing is cool. But as it as it is, I'm like, mm, kind of. If you're using this for studio monitors and the purpose is like pure accuracy, then you want accuracy, right? You want perfection. You know, and and, and I've told you plenty of times, man. Like these these music producers don't care about that. Like, it's dude, like, it pissed me off though. It pissed me off because like I'm finding these issues, right? Like measurable issues. Well, okay, okay. Let's 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 let's. Well, my comment is, music studio people. Use studio monitors that don't measure well at all. They don't. They don't. Right. Like the Focal ones, they're sexy as shit, but they do not measure well. Right. Mm-hmm. And and then Joe's Joe's. I was like, hey, dude, should I get this? Here's the measurement. He's like, is that for a studio monitor? No, you should get the Cali Audios. I was like, oh well, that'll save me a whole a whole lot of money. Didn't you um, clip it there, Aaron? Which the one? Focal. Focal. Nano S or Nano Six. No, no, the twin bees. Oh, um, monitors, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I did. Focal, Aaron, audio. Yeah, yeah, because it was a two and a half way setup, right? Like uh-huh. one of them is kind of a mid range, and there's a switch on the back depending on which side you place it on. Twin be. Yeah, yeah. Here you are. Oh man, this. Oh, I don't want to show you here. Uh, I know, dude. <laughs> you you did not have any hair, bro. I know, man. Hey, look! Actually, look, look, look how far our little boys come. Look at him. <laughs> you look totally different, bro. Dude, I don't even look like the same person. You look totally different. Holy shit! Look at, look at that. Look at that background too. Two years ago, I know you, you've grown up. Wild. Yeah, so... I could kick that dude's ass. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at this. Look at this. Does, does Cali's measure better than this, Joe? I would say directivity wise, I don't think it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like they, they try to make on axis look look kind of good, I guess, with DSP, but that directivity is not looking so hot. Oh yeah, down here, right? It looks pretty rough too. I don't know about that. It looks like if it looks like it would be super bright, right? right. Once you, once if you were to EQ uh, on axis to flat, what is the estimated in room? I don't know where that is. Uh, I'd probably back a little bit more. Yeah, that's all right. You don't need to see it. <laughs> Why it's like that? Nobody, nobody cares yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah so, so, like, I don't want to see my face on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, Get me off that screen. Get me off of there. Oh, I'm oh, idiots. I mean, those things are like uh, two grand, no, three grand a piece or something like that. You could have yeah, just went know. to the website. You could probably Aaron's Audio Corner, Aaron's, and then Do they still make them. Ocal. Or have they updated those? They did update them. Yes. They updated okay. Twin BE. Twin B. It's woolly. Okay. Oh yeah, there it is. Share screen window. Where the heck did it go? There it is. Beverly Hills. Oh, I made it right there. 
He has so much sprayed on hair now. <laughs> Dude, you don't even know. You don't have a clue. Uh, what is this? There it is. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Ah! Oh, wow. I'll go, I'll go. Ah! Get down. Get to the you chopper. Know, do you Turn know how down. music studios have a pair of these in them? Uh, and, and yeah. they're, you know, and they're like, you know, making mixed decisions, meaning they're EQing stuff in the songs on those speakers. Do you think anywhere in that like high treble area, like, they're getting something wrong? Possibly. I mean, but that's so that assumes the estimated in room is like away from the speaker, right? So if you okay. use them as near field monitors, it's it's not going to sound quite that bad. At least as treble heavy as that particular graphic makes it look. Mm -hmm. Is that a Chewbacca curve? <laughs> okay, so what was your your listening impression then? Uh, I don't know. Go back to the website. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I bet you're looking these out. Let me see if I go down to the bottom. It probably says we can probably write. says go to my watch my video. Yeah, BBC did <laughs> from a great speaker to a benchmark level speaker. Shilling, yeah, he's shilling it out. I actually borrowed those from a guy in Georgia. He brought them over. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that was near field. Those how I try to use them. When listening, I noticed the high frequency tends to sound brighter the closer I was to the speaker. Interesting. In the above in-room measurement, you can see it okay. He's like, I didn't say that. I, oh, I don't know. I probably did, but I don't know the rationale for it anymore. Mm -hmm. Too long ago. <laughs> yeah, that was years ago. I was listening with my ears. <laughs> you were measuring with your ears? Yeah, yeah that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway... I'm reviewing this thing, you know, it's supposed to correct the sound of your speakers. And like, I don't think it's, I think it's doing some stuff that I think they need to fix still early, but I watched some of the reviews on this and everybody's like, oh, so crazy. Oh, it's, my system sounds better. It's like, you guys just made it, your system sound worse, mm. but that like, but they're all oh. so anyway the point is don't trust any of these youtube guys and you know what i mean you don't Especially have to trust us either don't like your yeah. your guard should be up right and you're watching youtube yeah. guys because the barrier to entry for youtube is zero no yeah. anybody yeah. can just start making videos and they don't have to know anything about anything yeah uh, <laughs> you see so, that you watch that or uh, i put a trailer in there about some guy talking about music stuff he's like He's like, you're you want to learn how to play guitar, but you're an idiot, and I'm an idiot. You need a channel <laughs> run by an idiot. So I watched this thing about him to like get good, like bit, get good at guitar. He's like, now I'm not. I'm gonna. Here's a disclaimer. I'm not the best guitarist in the world, but I have tattoos and a YouTube channel. You can trust me. <laughs> so like, it zooms in. <laughs> Funny as shit, dude. Funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's it's one of those things. I mean, I might do a video. I mean, I did find out that like the outputs of this roadcaster duo are taking a nosedive come 6k. Mm -hmm. <laughs> found that out. And I was just like, why is this doing this? Yeah. You know, switch audio interfaces and it's not happening. I wonder if your roadcaster does that too. I wonder if all roadcasters do that. Or it's mine uh, just I don't know. I don't know. But um I said, I said in our chat, I said, like, a lot of these audio recording guys are just nerds with leather jackets and weird haircuts. <laughs> that makes sense. They're the same. They're the same. Audio nerds, 
yeah, you know, music mixing recording engineer nerds. We're all just nerds. Beep, looks. Anyway, I think we're 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 doing pretty well on time. We're, we're kind of over. After fader listening and routing, routing. What Check kind of thing I've been making for the website though? Outputs monitor auto fixed auto output level auto. Let's see what is it. I'm just showing that like the sound that you get is based on the speak speaker characteristics, room acoustics, and your listening position. Yeah, kind of everything matters. Yeah, trifecta. You got to look at all. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, should I? Um, should we go through some of these? Uh, yeah, go, go real quick. Reverend Slim speaker. I'm no nerd. You are definitely a nerd. Uh, early question. I just ripped my first movie. I ripped into BDMV. I can can I convert it to ISO later? You won't need to do that, Billy. Uh, Bodie. Uh, BDM, BDMV and ISO are essentially the same. You get all the menus, the chapters, the all the twelve languages you don't need. Um, you know the sign language for the hearing impaired another thing you don't need it's all there uh second question anyone have experience with emo q my mc1 guide says to point the mic at each speaker for calibration different from audio other audio auto calibration software it is i don't i don't i would like to check it out if they would you know mm -hmm. it would send me something that would be cool gary johnson says denon x 4700h refurb for a thousand bucks at accessories for less hey dang Anybody want a zone two? You want a another in a different location? There you go. Maybe uh, I'll switch the sixty seven hundred H to my living room, and then I'll have a forty seven hundred H to sell. No. Would you normally check the phase at the crossover point, Joey? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and above and below it. <laughs> but yeah, yes. Yeah, that's very important in that area. Mm -hmm. Specifically. Yeah. Uh, Chana, do you know how to subscribe to Revolution Software for the Zapiti gear? I have a Zapiti Mini. So, uh, no, I don't. I got an email saying that the new Revolution player, I should be having a video about it once I, once I check out the app. Uh, but I don't know. I asked, though. I sent an email to Raphael, and I asked, how do you guys get that? So, hopefully, I mean, it's what? Darren, he's in France. He'll probably answer at like one or two in the morning our time. So he comes with us. I will tell you in the after show chat, which is also why you should join the after show because you get all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. New AVR or Nakamichi Dragon? It depends. <laughs> it depends. It depends. It <laughs> always depends. You want simplicity, and if you don't mind spending the money, AVR. <laughs> always AVR is the answer. Uh, oh, you said simplicity. There's nothing simple about AVR or the Dragon, actually. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's going to be more simple than right. having to buy cables and all kinds of stuff. I know, I know. I know. All that. Uh, ooh, how do you know which slope to use? For example, 12 dB, 24 dB. What I need to know, I would need to know what you're using the crossover for. Is it for, uh, you know, subsonic filter? Is it like what are you what are you using it for? Uh, you need a use case. I'm yeah. assuming you're probably like crossing crossing over your your main speakers to your sub. In which case, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but typically you want to use 24 dB 
um, what is that? A fourth order Linkwitz Riley, so that uh, when you have 24 dB on on the sub and 24 dB on the main speakers, they should sum so that you get, you know, a flat line or you know summation uh, and not up, right? Because some some if you have it where one is 12 and one's 24, you may have it where it goes up. But you want it so that they sum, create a flat line, and are and it's in phase. So I don't know what the other ones do. <laughs> what happens if you have two twelve dB per octave slopes? That's I don't even know anymore, man. I don't uh, pay that much attention to it. A peak? I don't know. Because dude, who cares? It matters what happens in the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, it's cool to know, but I never understood why people get hung up on. Like for me. I use whatever crossover type and slope and frequency that works the best. So if I have to mix different cons and it works, all right. Whichever one sounds the best. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Oh. In your ears? Sorry, whichever one measures the best. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Measure with his ears. With, <laughs> my, with my ears, yeah. Well, how about this? Assuming that you like your the response that you're getting from your main speakers, and your sub is nice, you know, you got a nice even response on there. And you just want to blend the two. If you're to guess, like. If only it was that easy, Joe. Uh, so Reverend yeah. says almost every, every AVR uses 12 dB, high pass, 24 dB, low pass. But I think if you're referring to, to um, Odyssey, they also have, like, they stack two filters kind of like so they have a 12 db and then they have uh that's why you see on the on the part where it says like create your own curve on multi-q x it has a section there because they apply um basically they're relying on the peqs to apply another 12 db per octave high pass and so when you combine the two it it's equal to a 24 db that's what the guys told me there at uh, Odyssey. So I I also asked, what if your speaker already has that natural roll-off? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it matters what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and, and then the other question is, how do you choose where you want to set your crossover, right? So you've got to figure out, I want to protect the mains. Most cases, mm -hmm. you want to protect the mains, like bookshelves. You don't want to drive them too low. But then you've also got to figure out what works with the room with respect to where that subwoofer is placed. So you need to measure the room on its own with just the subwoofer. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I guess it's just one of those things. Is is 12 dB slope, is that the one that rotates the phase 180 degrees? Yeah. So Or a link with Riley, yes. So when you stack two of them or use two of those filters, it ro rotates at 360 degrees and gets you yeah, back to where I you're think at. it does. But to be honest, I'm not sure if that's how stacking filters really works. It should, right? Like, I, I think it should. But there's probably some, like, uber person who's going to watch this seven months from now and say, you guys are wrong. It's not a, you know, it's not a Q of 0.7 when you stack them. At, or It's like a Q oh, of yeah. 0.68. You know, it's going to be like, all right, come on, man. Yeah, so you know what's you know that's what I like about uh, Jay Dunk is like he'll take he'll look at the electronic electrical measurements and actually look and see like is this exactly doing what we expect it to do? Right. Look at the two signals and they're like, look, simulated. 
Yeah. Uh, versus actual measurements from the electronics. Uh, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. So uh, hopefully that answers some of it. Uh, 12 dB roll-off is an old THX standard where the certified speakers had a required 12 dB roll-off. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay, so Magic Beans uh, news update. I came out with the Magic Beans video on Saturday. I never release anything on a Saturday. Yeah, thank you for that. Crazy. um, I'm coming up. We're still working on the website, and we have to come up with all these, like, imagery, like the one I just showed you right now, you know? Because the tough thing about audio is it's invisible. So just like a fart. Are you going to put a fart in there? You got to put a fart image in there. I don't want it to just be, uh, you know, a bunch of text explaining how it works. Like it wants, I want it to look cool. So I have to make stuff to like, oh, this is what the speaker's doing. This is the reflections, you know, kind of make, we have to make stuff. So that's, that's basically where we're at. The app for the most part is ready to go. You know, you know? Uh, I was going to do the, um, so I got the Yamaha in house. Huh? I got the Sony in house, um, meaning I just went and got them from storage. But I got mm-hmm. a. Um, so I'm asking Joe. I'm like, Hey, uh, what is this Wipeout uh, export gonna look like? He's like, I've never tried it. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, I'm the beta tester, or no, I'm the alpha tester. <laughs> yeah, gross. Yeah. Uh, just make a mom and pop type website. All good. You know, here's the thing about this. I was thinking about is like, Let's do it all text. Like little font. I've been I've been working on this on the app specifically for over a year and a half, right? Coming up with a theory and trying to make sure I'm actually correct for longer than that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is literally like um my livelihood, you know what I mean? Like I've spent a bunch of time to make this thing, you know. So I need to recoup some of that time that I spent, Mm. right? And that means selling a product. So it's important. It's that important to me. It is. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. And that's why I take offense to it. If somebody were to say, hey, this thing, you know, making some false claims about like how if it doesn't work, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some haters out there that don't even try it automatically will say why it doesn't work. I, Of course, that's why I'd be defensive, right? I've put all my blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. Mm-hmm. So to make sure it's correct, make sure that it's good, make sure it's easy to use, all these things. So if somebody is going to attack it, that's like attacking, yeah, that's that's my baby, right? You know, I worked hard on this thing. I spent all my time doing this. So, yeah, it's important. It's important. I to know. Me. You forced me to buy a microphone for this thing. <laughs> not, not this kind of microphone. You will buy a microphone. I'm all, I'm over here doing measurements and shit. Like, who <laughs> oh, gross. Who the hell am I? I'm just saying, man. So I, I, it needs to be that good, right? If you if I put in all this time and effort and made made this app, I want to make sure everything surrounding it is as good, right? That was my promise to the developers, right? So I said, you make the code beautiful, right? Nobody's going to see the code, but it's going to work. As expected, I'll make the app beautiful. I'll make the marketing. I'll, I'll do all that. I'll make sure that it's equal to how beautiful the code is. Dates, prices, anything? Nothing. Well, let's I'll, let's say I'm very confident for a March early access, right? So if you've signed up for early, you know that's the right. the the beta, that's right? So if you, yeah, yeah, but no, I didn't say early. some March is an entire month. 
Um, so if you've signed up for the beta test, so joeintel.com forward slash MB for Magic Beans, um, you guys are going to get early access. Yeah, going to close beta sign up soon. So, I, you know, I hesitate to even call it beta testing because we've done the private beta testing already. Like the, the issues, we've, I don't expect anybody to have issues. So it's not like... Uh, you know, you're you're out there testing a product, and we're not sure how it works. And I'm pretty sure everything works. You know, I've tested it so many times. Except that wipeout export. Yeah, except wow. the except the wipeout export. Yes. <laughs> so let's just call it uh, er, er, early early access. I think is a better. I mean, some people were asking why I'm making the videos, and it's pretty simple to understand. If mm-hmm. uh, it's a Joe can't test it. If I'm here making the videos before it releases and then it finally releases and be like, oh, hey, you have a Yamaha. Check out this video. This will help you figure it out. You know, you, you got to put systems in place. Otherwise, man, because I remember when Toolkit dropped, people were like, oh, can we do international shipping? Oh, OK, uh, I guess. And then all of a sudden we were like figuring everything out as it went along. And so I, I think Joe's. uh <clears throat> You know, trying to prepare and make everything as smooth as possible for you guys that are actually going to pick it up. So, Joe, will this work with Room Perfect? Oh, Don's in the house. Yeah. So I just said, uh, depends on what Room Perfect can import. You know, so if it if you can import your own curves or draw in your own curves, then yeah, right. Uh, it doesn't have a direct like, oh, this is for Room Perfect, and you know, we hammered on the beans until there's or yeah. Yeah, so um, we have our, our group of, of guys who are like saying all the things. But I asked them. I'm, I'm, did you say that um, the Anthem can't won't let you import target curves on the Anthem? There's no import function. There's no if import. If you can draw something, then I guess you can look at the curve and draw it out like we had to do on yeah. this Arc Studio. Yeah, okay, yeah. what is it? A 20 uh, plus 3. Okay, what is it here? Minus 1.6. Like... You know, when I, I made the video of the Denon inputting the EQ, I was like, I don't know why you would want to do this. Like, it would be faster to do blah, blah, blah. Uh, but somebody chimed in and says, hey, I have the, this video is perfectly for me because my AVR can't use the multi-QX app. Mm. So it's an older one. So that that made sense, you know. And mm-hmm. then you can do what you suggested me to say, which was uh, run Odyssey and just take the, what do you call it? The timing and the levels, the distance right. and, the levels and copied over. Somebody right. else said, "Jews, just Jews, just run Odyssey." <laughs> okay, then run Odyssey. Silly guy. Yeah, get some out of your AVR. Um, yeah. All right, that's it, man. We should we should get going. I got yeah. My back hurts. I'm just sitting. I gotta here. do. Something. I gotta go mess with some car audio stuff and make sure that the. The projector is working because they want to play Streets of Rage Four, and it's not working right now. In the car, in the car, in no, the car, no, yeah. yeah, in the living room. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. You see this question, Joe? Mm. Are you guys considering doing future versions of? Uh, we're always working on something. Look at if you just look at Chana smile, and then it'll it'll tell you. Yeah. There it is. There's your answer right there. What's up? I don't know What's what. Dude, What's I don't up? know. I don't know what a sect is. The sect of beans. It won't. It won't be like exactly like we've already made a toolkit. We don't need 
I may want to come up with more tools. How might I have ideas for more tools? I'm sure Jeremy's going to have a whole bunch of tools. Yeah. He's like, we should just have Jeremy tell us all the things he wants. Yeah. And then we just make a disc. Boom. Yeah. Reverend Slim, tell us all the stuff you want. We'll make a disc. Yeah. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to sign off. So make sure if you are not already, go to uh, crew.dailyhifi.com. Become a crew member like uh, these fancy people you see in the chat with the little icon next to them. Uh, don't forget to go to our merch merch shop. Shop. Dailyhifi.merch shop. Those are the wrong words to put together. <laughs> go check out the merch store. Go to shopdailyhifi.com. And if you like to listen to podcasts, Without seeing me eat on camera, go to anchor.fm slash daily But you know, it's funny. It's funny to watch us because we're, we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, we'll see you guys in the after show for those of you. Um... <laughs> Holy fans version of sad. Uh, oh man yeah. I don't want to even, uh. Uh. <laughs> thank uh. you so much for hanging out we'll see you next week uh, shoot if you're watching on the replay on YouTube try to um, you know watch us live it's a lot funnier in person. we'll see you next time <laughs> later